Hi, hello, and how you doing? Welcome back to Social Butterfly. Now, when you think of an important quality that a team needs in order to overcome a challenging situation, what do you think of? I'm sure there's quite a few that you think of. Well, the quality most needed among teammates that I think of is collaboration. When you're facing a difficult challenge, you've got to become a collaborative team player. Now, in order to do this, there's going to be a few areas that you want to focus on. You want to look at your perception, your attitude, your focus, and of course, results. Perception. See teammates as collaborators, not competitors. Completing one another is more important than competing with one another. Your attitude. Be supportive, not suspicious of teammates. If you trust people, you will treat them better, and both you and they will be more likely to create collaborative relationships. Your focus. Concentrate on the team, not just yourself. Author Kavay Roberts says, True progress in any field is a relay race and not a single event. If you focus on the team and not just yourself, you will be able to pass the baton when necessary. And it will be necessary. And of course, results. Create great victories through multiplication. Collaboration has a multiplying effect on everything you do because it releases and harnesses not only your skills, but those of everyone on the team. And that is exactly what you're trying to do. Bring everyone together, their strengths, their weaknesses, to collaborate. Now, let's assume you're the leader of this team. Inevitably, you're going to have to propose a change here or there. Well, it is usually easier to present change as a simple refinement of the way, we, the way we've been doing it rather than something new and different. When a proposal for change is introduced, people typically fall into a few different categories depending on their responses. You've got the early adopters. These are the people that know a good idea when they see it. Typically adopt it right away as soon as you tell it to them, oh yeah, I can see why we're, we're doing that. And boom, they're on it and they're moving and getting things done. Then you've got your middle adopters. They are the majority. They will pretty much respond to the opinion of others, probably talk amongst each other and just kind of go with the crowd, go with the flow. Not a big deal. Then you've got your late adopters. This, this is where the, the, the problems start to, start to arise. They're the last group to endorse an idea. They often speak against proposed changes and may never verbally acknowledge acceptance. So yeah, you can only, you can only go against the tide for so long. And they'll finally come around, but you'll probably never hear them actually tell you, hey, by the way, this was, a, this was a good idea. And you've got the laggards, the final of the group. They're always against change. Their commitment is to the status quo in the past, and often they try to create division within the organization. These are probably the, the people that you want to dismiss and cut loose, not just for the betterment of the team, but perhaps for the betterment of themselves. You know, a change of environment can be good for everybody sometimes. Alright, with that being said, an important thing to remember. All the training in the world will provide only limited success if you don't turn your people loose to do the job. The way to do that is to give them responsibility, authority, and accountability. For some people, responsibility is the easiest to give. But what is difficult for some leaders is allowing their people to keep the responsibility after it's been given. Poor managers want to control every detail of their people's work. When that happens, the potential leaders who work for them become frustrated and don't develop. 
Rather than desiring more responsibility, they become indifferent or avoid responsibility altogether. Now, with responsibility must go authority. While addressing his people, Winston Churchill had an amazing saying, I am your servant. You have the right to dismiss me when you please. What you have no right to do is ask me to bear responsibility without the power of action. You can't ask somebody to do something but not give them the power to act on it. Once responsibility and authority have been given to people, they become empowered to make things happen. But we also have to be sure that they are making the right things happen. That's where accountability comes into play. Failure is the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. Henry Ford Whenever you see significant progress in an organization, it's because the leader made courageous decisions. However, a leadership position doesn't give a person courage, but courage can give them a leadership position. As you approach the tough decisions that will challenge you, recognize these truths about courage. Courage begins with an inward battle. Courage isn't an absence of fear, it's doing what you are afraid to do. Courage is making things right, not just smoothing them over. Martin Luther King Jr. said, The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Courage in a leader inspires commitment from followers. Billy Graham said, Courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. Tell me that's not strong. Tell me that's not powerful. Man, that's good stuff right there, baby. Courage by a leader inspires. Your life expands in proportion to your courage. Courage opens doors, and that's one of its most wonderful benefits. Roman historian Tacitus said, The desire for safety stands against every great and noble enterprise. In other words, safety is their enemy. They've got to take a leap of faith sometimes. They've got to take a risk. They've got to show courage in order to grow. Otherwise, they get taken over by the ones that do take the risks, the ones that do accept the challenge. Remain intentional. To be intentional means working with purpose, making every action count. Successful leaders are intentional. They know what they're doing and why they're doing it. To become more intentional, there's a few things to focus on. Have a purpose worth living for. Willis R. Whitney, the first director of General Electric's research laboratory, observed... Some men have thousands of reasons why they cannot do what they want to, when all they need is one reason why they can. Know your strengths and weaknesses. Playing to your strengths rekindles your passions and renews your energy. And that is so true. When you're feeling fatigued and run down for some reason, when you enter an area of strength or you do something you know you're good at for whatever reason, you feel good about it. 
because you accomplish it, you conquer it, and you remind yourself, oh yeah, man, I'm, I'm good at this, man, I'm great at this, whatever it happens to be, and it burns in you, it rekindles that fire. Prioritize your responsibilities. Once you know the why of your life, it becomes much easier to figure out the what and when. Learn to say no. This one took me a long time to learn. You can't accomplish much without focus. If you try to do every good thing that comes your way, you won't excel at what you were made to do. Prior to creating this podcast, I was that way. I, if I saw an opportunity, I would jump on it, try to do it, but I, I was never really focused on one thing. I kind of knew what I always wanted to do, which was lead, teach, guide, you know, motivate. I really didn't focus on that or find a direct path to that until I started making this podcast. So prioritize your responsibilities, learn to say no. Very important. Commit yourself to long-term achievement. Most victories in life are achieved through small, incremental wins sustained over time. That goes back to the process. That goes back to enjoying the journey. Small, incremental wins sustained over time. Who you are precedes what you do. Attitude. Your attitude determines so much from the moment you wake to the moment you lie down. Your attitude. Our attitude determines our approach to life. Our attitude determines our relationships with people. Our attitude is often the only difference between success and failure. Our attitude at the beginning of a task will affect its outcome more than anything else. Our attitude can turn problems into blessings. Maintain that positivity. Maintain that fire inside. Keep the good attitude. That inner warrior inside of you, that that inner beast you have in there. Unleash it. Find your true potential. And have fun. Smile. Laugh. Always let your inner child come out and play. Social Butterfly. And I'm out. So we're going on about a month and a half since the addition of the Instagram page to the Social Butterfly Network. And it's been great. Having no experience prior to this with social media, I didn't really know what to expect. But you guys have made it absolutely an amazing experience. So thank you. For the ones that have been here since the very beginning, thank you. I love you for that. I appreciate you. You motivate me. You fuel me. For those that may have discovered me through the Instagram page, welcome This is an open forum podcast where everyone's invited. I only ask that you keep it positive, motivational. We're here to pick each other up. My podcast has primarily been about that, leadership, 
courage, motivation, inspiration, because that's the genesis of it. That's where it came from. I, I, I have a natural passion for people, and, and I wanted to spread that. That's, that's the main goal of it. Now, I've mentioned before, I, I have other you know, childhood passions that have never left me, such as video games, anime, cartoons, you know, comic book characters, things, things of that nature. With the addition of the Instagram page, I've now been able to sprinkle some of that in where I've yet to do so on the podcast. So that's been absolutely amazing. Since uh, where I am in my life, I can't make a a podcast uh, episode every day. So it's probably going to stick to the format, which which is approximately every two weeks. Whereas on the Instagram page... I can do something daily, which has been great because I can keep in contact with you. So please, with that being said, you, you will see a few different things on the Instagram page and then you'll hear in the podcast, at least for now. I, I will integrate some of the the, the other passions that I have, uh, the, the anime, the video games, into the podcast in the near future. But if you ever have any comments, please leave a comment at the Instagram page at Sobu Effect, S-O-B-U-E-F-F-E-C-T. Leave a recorded message on the podcast. If you want, I can even I can even feature it in, in a future episode. Thank you guys. I love to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you again. Social Butterfly, and I'm out.